0: This week on The Pour Over, Dill and Joe continue their discussion of the critically acclaimed HBO miniseries Chernobyl. Today, we're talking episode 3, Open Wide, O Earth. I think I've seen all the decaying bodies and full frontals I need to see now, Dill. Let's pour it all over. What's up, listeners, and uh, welcome to The Pour Over Podcast. Uh, for first-time listeners of the show, we are The Pour Over co- Podcast, hosted by myself, Joe. And Dill yeah and uh each week we bring you our thoughts on a certain ep- episode of a tv show and most importantly chit chat about the very things so many of us depend on each morning coffee uh for those who stuck around we welcome you back and we're excited to continue our discussion on Chernobyl uh but before we get into all that uh let's catch up with the poor of boys what up man what's up Hey, it's good to hear you. Good to yeah, hear your voice, man. For sure, for sure. Glad to be recording. Yeah, so what have you been brewing lately?
1: Yeah, so it was good. You know, our, our recording was delayed, you know, by a couple of days. Not that listeners will know that, but it gave me yeah, enough time to go get some new beans. Okay. You know, I think the past few episodes, I've just been brewing the same thing, but finally this mm-hmm. morning... I got out to a Davis Street Espresso over in nice. Bishop Arts, you know, picked up some new beans from Oak Cliff Coffee. Hmm. Um and I know my my coffee <laughs> resolution was to buy new right. coffee, try different things. Um but I got to ease into it, you know? Like yeah, so yeah. now I bought this straight from the source whereas before I was buying it from a third party.
0: Oh, so Davis Davis Street is where the roaster is yeah
1: yeah so it's the same it's like Oak Cliff Coffee Roasters is the roasting company and then Davis Street is their coffee shop
0: ah okay
1: yeah and they also have a bakery I guess that they mm-hmm. also sell bread in the coffee shop
0: gotta have bread um, bread with yeah your not coffee.
1: sure if that's part of their business or they just kind of like have a partnership not entirely sure because then they also have chocolate but that that's made by the roaster they call it mm. Five Mile. Um, so those are all wow, related they got somehow. Yeah, yeah, a little <laughs> bit of everything. And next door, they have a coffee like gear shop. Oh wow! It's like coffee, coffee supply shop. So yeah, they, okay, they do got a little go bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, this morning I picked up a bean from Ethiopia. You know, mm. it's called the Biftu Gudina. Maybe if that's the pronunciation about right. Yeah, yeah, sounds good, you know. My Ethiopian um, is a little rusty, but um <clears throat> anyways, the the key flavors, I just realized that's what they call them, not taste notes. Uh but the key flavors are passion fruit, key. orange candy, and honeysuckle. Yeah, mm. and they uh Oak Cliff does this thing where they uh they give the beans a number one through twelve. Mm -hmm. It's kind of on the scale of three flavors, tangy, sweet, and savory. Wow. And they gave this one a one, which 12 is like all tang, and one (laughs) is basically like 90% tang with a little bit of sweet. So they gave it a one. So we'll see. It'll probably be lots of bright, juicy, you know, Mm. um, flavors.
0: Let me see that bag. Let me see that scale there.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, oh. I, oh, I don't, I don't know.
0: Where. Oh, so it's a, it's like a clock almost.
1: Yeah, yeah. It looks like a clock, one through twelve. Interesting. Maybe I'll put a picture in the show notes yeah. for the listeners to see. Um, yeah. So mm. on every bag, one through twelve, you can imagine that clock. They kind of give it one of the numbers. Twelve is tangy. Four is sweet. Eight is savory, and then all mm-hmm. the in betweens. Wow. Yep. That's interesting. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying it. Um, it's a little, well, I wouldn't say it is, it costs as much as I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember now. I think it's either 17 or 18.
0: Ooh, that's
1: a little um, pricey. A little bit. And I was surprised because I went with someone else and they also bought coffee and their beans were like 12, I think. Whoa. And I didn't know they sold beans that cheap. So. I was like, yeah, they, they checked out first, you know, it was chief. And then I checked out, I was like, oh, well. <laughs> well, this is what I expected, though. I think most of the time when I buy coffee, it's around 16 to 19 from them. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, I'm looking oh. forward to it. Hopefully it's good. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I see you got the fresh oh, cut there.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, you know. Nice. Yeah. Got, so got the got listeners a, are aware. Cut for the pod, you know, yeah. all those listeners. You, you they, hearing they, they, this? They appreciate. You hearing the
0: crispiness of his hair? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well what, what what have you been brewing? Uh
0: I have still been drinking the um uh, well I've been drinking both the brandy wine uh coffee roasters, the La Foley, mm. but also I still have um the, the coffee I drank on our on our first pod on Chernobyl and uh that is the deeper roots John Castillo. Mm. So I'm kinda rotating between both they are both kind of old at this point, so sure. you know it still tastes good though. So I think that's that's a good sign. Um, so I, I think I'll I'll be on these two for a while. So oh yeah, I Ooh. mean once you got
1: two bags, it takes a little bit to get through.
0: Right. I got the second one on sale though, so Ooh. it's not it's not yeah it's not a big uh not, not I don't I wouldn't feel too bad. I would say yeah. Yeah. If if I didn't finish it or if it got really nasty.
1: Sure, sure. Mm, yeah. Coffee sales. I feel like that doesn't happen too often when I go to shops. Mm-hmm. Where, like, their beans aren't really on sale. So, I don't know. E- even if they're, like, pretty old, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They just kind of sell it for the same price. Which I'm like, uh Yeah,
0: that's, uh, yeah.
1: I mean, they got to make their money, but, you know.
0: Right. I feel like if you were a coffee roaster, like, that'd be the one thing you could, like, how do I say this? That's like easy to know which ones to mark down. True. Like, you know, like, anyway. And what have your coffee thoughts been?
1: Yeah, so things that i just been brewing on my mind, you know. Mm. Um, so it's just this idea of the simple joy of discovering new things. Hmm. Um, just small things, nothing like really game-changing or... Um, life-changing, but, you know, the example that made me think of this is, you know, I was driving to school one day on the highway, you know, lots of traffic, crazy, mm-hmm. et cetera, you know, and then there's like a fire truck or something that needed to come by, right? So, you know, you, you get off to the side, move out of the way, etc. and then I, I put my, like, emergency blinkers on in my yeah. car, right? And when I put that on, it paused my podcast in my car, what? Like, I was listening to, you know, it could have been music or whatever, but I was listening to a podcast. Yeah. When I put, yeah, when I put the emergency lights on, I realized it paused it. Interesting. And I was like, oh, shoot. I, I didn't know my car did that.
0: Yeah. So, it was
1: like, small, like, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but it's like, oh, that's nice. And then, yeah. it's just something you discover by doing it. Mm. And I was like, oh, man, that's cool. It, it kind of reminded me of when, so I I use an iPhone, and when I first... Uh, learned how to check, like, what time text messages were sent did mm-hmm. you, like, drag it to the left. Yes. Um, yeah, I had used the phone, I don't even know how long, before I, 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 like, I like fumbled. I, like, dropped it, I think, almost, <laughs> and then in the process of dropping it, I saw the times appear.
0: I was oh, because like, you were,
1: like, kind of holding it? It was, like, yeah, sliding yeah. out of your hand? I was like, how'd that happen, you know? And so then I had to, like, try to mess with it, and then I was like, oh, this is built in. So it's nice. So now it's you know little whenever. Small things.
0: Yeah. Now you know whenever someone's ghosting you. Like, oh, that was like 30 minutes ago.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was yesterday. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's just discovering nice small things. So. Mm. Yeah. Well, what about you? What have been your coffee thoughts? Uh, what's been brewing on my mind is I, I fall into
0: the trap of living my life too vaguely sometimes. Mm. Like, I think I I'm someone who is a little bit more reserved in person and I think um, it works to my detriment sometimes when I don't disclose certain things about myself that Mm. would be advantageous to disclose in order to build trust with people Mm. or build intimacy. And so, um, yeah, I think sometimes I live my life too vaguely. Like I just, don't share and it and, and it leads to difficulties that i i intended to avoid in the first place by not disclosing mm. something you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah um, for sure yeah interesting i'm sure there's some deep subconscious reason for that or some lived experience but yeah, yeah i it, think i i tend to do that sometimes too
0: hmm Mm hmm. You, you start to realize that it's not good when you're like dating someone or in a relationship. Mm, yeah, it comes up. <laughs> that's, I'm when sure. the, that's when the ish hits the fan.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was trying to talk to someone this week. And he's like, you know, you just make your small talk. I don't really like small talk. I'm not a guy mm. that likes that. But sometimes it's just a necessary evil. I was just talking to them. I was like, oh, you know, where, where do you work now? It was like someone I hadn't seen in a while. And I was like, oh, yeah, what do you do there? And they just their their response was literally just things, and I was like, "Great, like yeah, no no response to that that's one." So
0: interesting. I do just things too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, sometimes it's it's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I think building trust, like you said, because that's it's tough if you don't have things to go off of.
0: Yeah, and you don't want to overshare either. You know true. You, like you, you kinda wanna be for me, like I feel like I kinda wanna be the person who just like does her thing and gets out. Mm-hmm. Um and so I, I think to protect myself from oversharing, I I kinda don't share at all sometimes. Mm. Um so, actually, I-, I need to apologize last week, because I know my girlfriend listens to this podcast.
1: No, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. hey, listen, uh, man, what's up?
0: So, I-, I said last week about a friend who drank the coffee and said it was complex. It wasn't the friend, it was my girlfriend.
1: <laughs> Ooh, shout <laughs> so, out,
0: shout out. Shout out to uh, Babe, I'm sorry. I-, I-, I, just, <laughs> I think I just like to be vague and, like, low-key sometimes. It's-, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, th- this is out here in the public, though, sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. so... You gotta be careful yeah, with we that. We are really this, this popular people. We
0: get stopped in the street. Like, oh, yeah, when Dill buys his coffee at Davis Street, they're like, hold yeah. up, that voice.
1: Is that pour is over? That,
0: is that pour yeah. over?
1: No. Wow. <laughs> They'd be like, I charge you extra money. That's why it costs more. <laughs> like you, you think you yeah. know. Yeah, your friend got
0: like the homie, the discount.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. Okay, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Well, I guess that means we can move on to our show discussion for this week, continuing with Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, this week uh, we're we're going to continue our discussion. Like I said, this is HBO miniseries Chernobyl and is awarded a Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Limited Series in 2019 and a Golden Globe for Best Miniseries or Television Film. So this is high accolades uh, up in yeah. here.
0: And uh yeah, when yeah. we were doing the research on this show, Dill, we you know, I found the screenplay is actually public mm-hmm. for
1: yeah, this episode. Pretty cool. Yeah. Is it this episode only?
0: Um I, it could be it could be all of them. I'm not sure. I just when okay. I was doing some quote unquote research, this website called johnaugust.com popped up and um mm. maybe he's one of the writers on the show. I'm not super sure. Sure. Um yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll link he's it. He's a screenwriter. In the show notes. Yeah, he's a screenwriter. Okay. Oh yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. I, otherwise, they might sue him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll post it. I mean, I, I skimmed and looked over it, and it's interesting. Guy, I'm not familiar uh, with screenplays, so just to be able to kind of read it and see it, they mm. kind of describe what's happening in the scenes. You get mm-hmm. all the dialogue and all that. So it's it's cool, different way to kind of experience it.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, so we'll link that. People can take a look if they're interested. Uh, yeah, but we're picking up with episode three, and just you know, a quick little synopsis of what's going on in this episode. We pick up with Shervina and Legoslav, who are looking to recruit coal miners to install a heat exchanger under the plant so they can avert a complete nuclear meltdown. And those coal miners, they make quick work of the job mm-hmm. with appropriate accommodations, of course. They, instil- they install the heat exchanger, and this prevents a spill into the groundwater. In the meantime, Ulana is investigating what actually happened at Chernobyl, and she goes to the hospital and discovers that the emergency shutdown was initiated by Dyatlov, uh, leading to the explosion somehow. And mm-hmm. she talks to Legoslav about the steps leading to the explosion, and they're both dumbfounded by the impossible resulting disaster. And then at the hospital, uh, we see Vasily and his wife Ludmilla. Ludmilla, Ludmilla, I, I don't know. Ludmilla, Ludmilla, Ludmila. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, they are in the hospital and Vasily, he's slowly decomposing. He's I mean, you know bad. he Yeah, he's looking real bad. And she embraces him in spite of all the nurses and doctors telling her not to get close. Mm -hmm. And before long, uh, you know, the radiation does its work, and Vasily passes away. And kind of the closing scene for this episode is that we see Ludmilla. She's standing among all the other relatives of the deceased ARS victims. And um, there are a bunch of caskets there in a lead casket, and they are buried in concrete in a mass grave.
0: Mm.
1: So it's a heavy, heavy ending, and you just kind of watch the concrete bubble up, cover... All the caskets. Yeah. You know, kind of fade to black. So Mmm. Yeah. Mm. He's, mm. He's, he's, he's sad happy. again. It is very sad. Sad ending. Yeah. So what what'd you think of it of this episode though?
0: Man. Um I, I thought this episode was gonna be kind of lighthearted and funny when mm-hmm. the miners came in. Yeah. But I I think with the ending of um Vastly Dying. And um, just all the scenes in the hospital, I was like, man, Mm. still feels bad. Still
1: feels very bad.
0: Yeah. But I I did like it overall. I really enjoyed um, following um, uh, Ulana and, like, Mm -hmm. doing the investigation. It was very tense, Uh, especially, you know, in the beginning when it it shows that – Uh, Legasov and um, Sherbina are being followed Mm. and that same kind of air of like caution Mm -hmm. and like um, yeah, is is seen in the hospital to where eventually Ulana gets caught and then she's put into prison Um, so, you know, those scenes are all very compelling to me because it's like even even though you're trying to do the right thing and you're doing what the government is telling you to do you're still being followed and, like, being monitored for what you're doing. Uh, and they don't want you to be sp- spreading lies or rumors or causing chaos. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, like, wherever you go, like,
1: you're being watched. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was surprised by that. Just, like, these are people that are literally working for the government. Mm-hmm. And the government is following them. So, yeah, as a whole, you know, I, I think... Well, I, I really enjoyed this episode, too. I mm-hmm. think the coal miners brought some nice comedic relief. Yeah. Um. Even though it's still very serious, I still appreciated that. I, I enjoyed their inclusion. And then at the same time, kind of Ulana's whole thing, it kind of made a small pivot into this kind of like mystery kind of mm-hmm. vibe, I feel like, because she's yeah. trying to solve like what happened. And then also, like you're saying, like... We see the government, you know, KGB are kinda of out mm-hmm. here spying on people, all that kind of stuff. So it kinda of, yeah, gets this like noir like kind of mystery mm. sorta of, sort of feel, um which yeah, I enjoyed it. Again, just the storytelling and this this whole show, like I think I texted you right after. I was like, <laughs> This this makes me feel really bad, but I I just can't look away, basically. Yeah. Like it just makes me feel so many things, you know. It's like funny, but then also so sad and heavy as Mm-mm. it ends, and all of it, like, is again just the existential crisis. But I mm-hmm. like watching it, so yeah, you can't look I, I away. Don't, I don't know what that says about me, but <laughs> yeah,
0: man, I, I feel like you're right. There is that Nor kind of like um, like thriller vibe with mm-hmm. uh, Ulana stuff. But then you also just get these really heartfelt scenes and sad scenes between Vasily and Lumila. Yeah, you're like, man, this is just straight up sad. It like each scene and like each storyline in this episode strikes a
1: different mm-hmm. tone. Ooh, yeah, that's true. That, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I, I hadn't, and just since we br- were talking about Vasily and his wife, like, I. I feel like one of the only moments of joy was when they are finally reunited. Kind of kind of like in the whole series, but in this episode especially, you know, like she... I I think it's funny, like she has to like bribe her way into the hospital. Yeah. Like the people are like, no, you know, you're not allowed in. And she's kind of putting money down. And you're yeah. like, all right, go ahead. <laughs> um, so it's like a little, little thing there. Um, they don't make a lot of about but it still happens Mm -hmm. like when they first see each other you know he's just playing cards with his friends Mm -hmm. and you know they embrace and I feel like it's sort of a slow-mo shot real quick Mm -hmm. but it's like oh we're actually happy maybe everything is going to be okay Mm. even though we really know it's not right but it's just that moment of of joy I feel like yeah which was also nice and appreciated
0: and it doesn't last long because then it gets crushed by oh. the music. Like once they embrace, and he's like, "ow, ow, 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 ow." Yeah. And then yep. like that music comes in, like with the vocals, mm-hmm. like just the eerie like vocals and like strings.
1: It's like, ooh, it's not good. Yeah, and they're just their whole dynamic. It's it's confusing and sad and mm. like a lot of things because she. She disregards all the instructions that all the all the medical professionals are giving her. You know, yeah. she's she's like physically making contact with him. Mm-hmm. Um and when he kinda gets a little more deteriorated, she goes past the plastic and like one of the first mm-hmm. questions, even when she first got there, the nurse is like, Are you pregnant? And she's like, No. And then you find out at the end mm-hmm. that she actually is. And I was like, Girl, when she, she confesses doing? that to him. So she yeah. was aware the whole time, obviously. Yeah, so I was just like, ah, oh, this this is not good for you, right. your f- future child. This is not smart. But at the, mm. but at the same time, you know, I, I can't fault her exactly as her husband, and she knows that he's not going to make it, right? Mm. And that's that's one of the things she in one of the interactions with the nurses. She's like, you know, it's not going to be long, and so she knows. So it's it's just so complicated you Mm -hmm. know it's not simple but it's also i think pretty real and just the decision making it's not great but i can see why she did what she did
0: yeah yeah she's definitely compelled by her love for her husband Mm. and um and i think we have to acknowledge like the people's ignorance during this time about Mm. radiation and its effects even on like children Mm. Um, and like you know, unborn children, too, I was reading online on Reddit. I think they were talking about how like she actually never uh made it to childbirth, and that mm. she she died before then um uh, uh, I guess sad. it was a historical uh it was like an historical person,
1: oh okay, uh, yeah, uh,
0: but yeah, man, it was like so sad that scene where um Vasily was on the bed with glasses, mm. and he was
1: like. You see, I told you I show you Moscow one day. Yes. I told you. Oh man, he's like describe to me all the things you see. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's almost like I mean it's it's cute, but then it's just the context that is happening in. You're like, oh, it's so dark, it breaks your heart. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's trying to keep that positive attitude because I'm sure he knows what's gonna go down too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, like when. When the radiation effects really progress and they mm-hmm. kind of show what it's doing to his body oh. I was just like, ooh, Vasily looked like a melted crown though. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's it's pretty gross.
0: Oh my yeah, it kind of looks like when you have a um like a blister and water gets mm. underneath it. Ooh, yeah, ooh. yeah.
1: That's very true. That's probably actually like what's happening too. <laughs> but it's, terrible. Yeah, it's over the whole body, yeah. Ooh, ee.
0: Yeah, it was um, foreshadowing when Legasov is walking with Shrebina at night mm-hmm. with the dogs and t- talking about what happens to the body yeah. with uh, radiation. And we got to kind of see that play out, even though we didn't get to see the f- the part where like the the like arteries spill open and mm-hmm. like y- you're trying to administer morphine, but you can't because it's like there's nowhere to put it and it's just, like so painful. But yeah, man, like... This show, this episode, like, takes the cake for, like, ultimate body horror stuff.
1: Yeah. And they they don't even show, I think it was Asimov's, like, face. Because mm. later, because right. I, I thought it was, was kind of weird. At first, I thought they were just saving money or something <laughs> yeah. by only showing his feet. Yeah, I mean, saving body. money
0: at this point, like, yeah. putting in, like, millions of dollars. Like, <laughs> <I> just, <know. laughs> we'll save money on one person. Yeah. Cancel the I makeup really, artist.
1: Maybe they wanted to CGI that, but they just couldn't do it well, maybe. I, d- I don't mm-hmm. know. Who knows what went on behind that. But then, yeah, Ulana tells later that he just doesn't have a face. And yeah. so, like, we don't see that, but she's she apparently still able to talk. And that's ugh, yeah, hard to think about.
0: So, if seeing Vasily, Diatlov and Asimov was not enough, you can yeah. imagine what Asimov, or not Asimov, Dyatlov, Vasily, and um, the other guy that was talking about the the button being pressed.
1: Oh yeah, the the young guy,
0: the young the twenty five year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if that if all that wasn't enough, you could just leave it to mag imagination to what mm-hmm. Asimov looked like. Um, what did you think about uh, Ulana's interviews and what you discovered regarding, um, like what what Dyatlov ordered everyone to do Mm -hmm. and and then their reaction to that the scientists reaction to that
1: yeah there's definitely some withheld information i think from us as the audience now you think so i I, well it's because it seems like ulana and legoslav they have some type of mutual understanding Mm -hmm. about what's happening but i don't think they explicitly talk about it because they're saying uh Something along the lines of there's like an emergency abort or sh- shut down or something butts in, mm-hmm. and then the the young guy, the 25 year old, he's like, you know, yeah, I pressed it or something, and then Asimov, the the other dude, uh, confirms it, mm-hmm. and so, but apparently that's impossible because they they pressed it and then it exploded, mm. and so, I think there's there's a tie there in that what was supposed to be the shutdown led to the explosion. Um, but I Mm -hmm. don't think they really explained it. And so for maybe one of the first times, I feel like the audience, there's some information that's being withheld from us, at least on the science perspective, right? Because they're just, they're obviously like really shocked more than I was. I was just like, Oh, it malfunctioned. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not an engineer. And so obviously they, they know something that I think is not yet shown. You're saying so, the you're saying yeah. Ulana and
0: Legosov know something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they're nuclear physicists, they're mm-hmm. they're smart. Um Is that so, why yeah.
0: is that why you think Legosov is like you must pursue this? Like they, they maybe think there's there's they're forming this hypothesis now mm-hmm. of what could have possibly led to the explosion when they actually pressed the the emergency shutdown. Like they're thinking about all the possibilities of what could actually lead to that explosion? Or
1: yeah, I think so. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just taking cues from the rest of the episode, but some type of ulterior motive from the government, some type of interference, like just mm. thinking of how Legoslav and Shapina are being tracked, and Ulana too, because mm. she, she gets arrested. Um, right, right. Yeah, because that whole thing, that those guys just appear out of nowhere, because she's like, everyone's going to hear about this. And they're like, what are they going to hear? Hmm. It's like, ugh. These, so you, these guys shady but you don't know about the
0: chernobyl actual incident right and everything that happened
1: uh no i so i don't really know details yeah so. me either i
0: yeah. wonder
1: if diatlov is
0: is not sharing something because he, mm. ref- he refused to talk that's true and uh the two lead scientists both just did what he what they told him mm-hmm. and they also thought that was right too they're running a safety test. Yeah, and something went wrong, and then they hit the emergency shutdown. So yeah, maybe maybe there's something we don't know about regarding some government tinkering or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I think it'll come out in the next episode. Um, yeah, but they really built the mystery aspects, which mm-hmm. I think it wasn't really a given that that they'd be able to do that. But then I think in this episode, they really, really built that up. Yeah. Like, uh trying to figure it out. Don't know what happened. All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, every, like, at every turn in this episode, because there's so many things happening. Like, every episode, I feel like there's so much. But then every episode, I think there's even more going on. So mm-hmm. many moving parts. But at the same time, it all works together. Like, kind of just goes to show the quality of writing and that. None. None of it feels like superficial or unnecessary. Like there's so many things, yet they give the necessary time and development to each part.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, all the different story arcs, and I'm just right. I'm there's amazed. so many like
0: connections to like, mm-hmm. like with the, with the dogs that were following. Um, Shrabina, mm-hmm. Uh those were dogs that were left because they're the people evacuated. So now you got all mm-hmm. these like loose dogs mm-hmm. running around. Like I thought that was a cool little. Like That's Easter true. egg there. Not Easter egg, but a little connection.
1: Yeah, cause in the previous episode, they're like, you know, can't can't bring the pets or or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe this episode, Legoslav says that. There's like all the animals, everything, they'll just have to be destroyed. Which I think oh, is yeah, yeah yeah I somewhat that. euphemistic. I'm like it's not, but at the same time it is. Mm-hmm. They're just gonna have to kill all the animals, they're gonna have to burn everything and just destroy it all.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's all Legasov, man. He was a super Debbie Downer this episode.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's just his job, especially from the perspective <laughs> of the government officials. Mm. Like, man, this guy sucks. <laughs> uh, he He's just trying to make his look bad. He's just, like,
0: telling the truth.
1: Yeah, he is. He's got to stop cause, telling the truth. Because he cares. Because <laughs> uh, he, he just sees there's this issue. they got to solve it. It doesn't really matter. Like, I think his affiliation with the state is very weak for him compared to everybody else mm. where you know the whole KGB thing and everyone just cares so much about how the Soviet Union is coming off to the rest of the world yeah their image but for him he 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 could care less mm. i i feel like interesting yeah so what what about those coal miners though man what Woo. would you think of them? Just their whole little introduction as as like as a character. All of them are kind as of one, one character. Yeah,
0: that's but, interesting that you say that because I felt like they were all one character too. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when the cult chief introduces himself, like he introduces himself as the not the, the crew chief, the crew chief. Yeah. He didn't say he's like the leader. He didn't say he's like the director like to say you're to say you're like a crew chief is to kind of say you're with the crew Mm -hmm. and like that's very much contrasted by the minister of cult who comes in with with his like his uh, periwinkle like dress his uh, you know his like his uh suit and then like his dress shirt i just thought that whole interaction was um funny um and like, especially when they came and like patted him on the back and like yeah. patted his face, and that one guy's like, "Now you look like the minister of coal." <laughs> so I yeah. really liked
1: their inclusion in this episode. Yeah, they they got yeah. jokes. I, I I appreciated it, mm-hmm. and yeah, I in such a short amount of time, they really gave us a feel for what the coal miners' personalities were like, mm-hmm. and even Shervina knows he's like they. They work in the darkness. They they can tell if you're lying to them. Mm, yeah, I love that so quote. Just, just telling them the truth, right? Um, and so, yeah, as a whole, they're they're so funny. They just don't take any crap. Um, but at the same time, they basically know what they're getting themselves into. Like mm-hmm. they're making some type of sacrifice. They might oh, not yeah, know the absolutely. magnitude, but they know that they are in danger. They're exposing themselves willingly. Mm-hmm. Yet they're doing it. Willingly, because it's going to save a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think it was in like the extra scene at the end or something when they really touched on that. And like, this is a real thing that the coal miners did in Mm -hmm. in history and that they stripped down. uh, (laughs) I I don't (laughs) know about that. (laughs) <laughs> that was ooh, we can get to that. Okay, yeah, go, sorry, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just like like them actually putting in that thermal exchange heat exchanger, mm-hmm. like they actually did that. I think, and the coal miners saved millions of people, yeah, at their own detriment. So mm. even though they're so like, I, I don't know, like blue collar, so hard and and whatnot, but they still are heroes. I think they're
0: heroes because they're blue collar because they mm-hmm. are the working men, like you couldn't have found anyone else to do that job. Like True. the minister of coal wouldn't put himself out there like that. Oh yeah. Like, you know, uh, he, he wouldn't, you know, let alone get some coal on his, uh, sweat, uh, his, uh, mm-hmm. shirt. Uh, but like, I think it's, it's like, these are kind of, these are the people who have, um, have done things simply because they had to all their right. life, yeah. you know, in their, in their own profession. Uh, you know I don't think anyone like grows up saying I'm going to be a coal miner one day you know it's going to be mm-hmm. kind of what I want to do but um I think they have like that they 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 have that that feeling of necessity and I think mm-hmm. you know they might not be thinking like oh we're doing this because we want to save the state they might be just thinking we're doing this because we have to or like mm-hmm. you know this is what's tasked of us Yeah So there's like some major dedication there major like Uh, commitment to the job,
1: solidarity as a, as a group of people Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. I just feel like even with Ulana's character representing all the scientists that Mm -hmm. were in real life, this crew chief and his crew representing all the coal miners in real life, that all these people that played a part in, in solving the mystery and even just saving people. Yeah. um, I appreciate how they're able to weave them in so well and not, not diminish their significance like even though these are coal miners right but they are the way the crew chief has the few conversations we hear him like he's he's really smart he's really perceptive yeah. you know he's like if these masks worked you would be wearing them you Ooh, know like yeah. obviously this is not a thing yeah um and then when, when they're naked like you brought <laughs> up his, his line was, was so funny he goes up to them and he's like we're still wearing the hats what, what do you want <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: it's like what yeah he like kind of so, it's like a head shake when he's saying it i'm like oh my god this is hilarious yeah. and but
1: they are still wearing the hats so right I'm like why <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense but oh, it's, it's so funny so I, I like them as a character a lot
0: yeah yeah for sure yeah
1: yeah, what did you think about that conversation between Legoslav and Ulana, you know, after Legoslav goes to retrieve her from the prison or whatever, mm-hmm. wherever she's at, and he kind of has this conversation with her, and he says, I don't want to do this anymore, mm-hmm. but then they're just kind of like, we have to, right? right. I mean, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but their pursuit of the truth mm. is kind of, I think, they see it's... There's personal risk here because, you know, they're being watched and the truth might not be something that the government wants them to find out about. Mm. And so it's, it's interesting because there's like the physical aspect, because when Legoslav was talking to Sherbina, he, he was super cash and he's just like, yeah, we're going to get cancer. Yeah. You know, I was just like, yeah. oh, wow. They're they pretty chill with that. <laughs> and then now they're even putting themselves like in in the bad graces of the state too mm. potentially and so but they're like we we have to go on and right. we have to do this
0: we so. have to like pursue what's right what's what's in the best um interest of science and mm-hmm. you know cuz like someone mentioned towards um the beginning of the series that like it's important for them to discover what what went wrong to prevent it from ever happening again mm-hmm. and i think they feel that um Yeah, that that pressure, that uh, that um, that drive as scientists Mm. to really figure out what's going on. Um, So I think everyone in the show is obligated to their careers like they're Mm. they are committed to their profession and the scientists are committed to knowledge and the miners are committed to like every single damn task they're given. Like, Mm -hmm. and the politicians are committed to saving their ass, (laughs) saving their face. So everyone is like performing accordingly to their work. But I think, I think what we're finding is that there are those individuals whose professions are more noble and Mm -hmm. that are more kind of like, um, that are more than just like their job or just this, you know, following the rules of the state. Like I think Ulana and Legasov are searching for something more than just complying with what they're being told to do, but to seek the truth. Mm. Yeah. That's kind of the feeling I got. It was almost like, uh, like this is the real through line in this series. Like this is like, Mm. this is, um, these are like the main characters. Like the, 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 this is the mission. Like, it just felt kind of inspiring, that conversation, Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, the quote that he said, like, when he's telling Gulana, like, what's, you know, what what they're supposed to be doing, he's like, even this, you are compelled, the problem has been assigned and you will stop at nothing to find the answer, that is who you are, and she's like, a lunatic? And he's like, a scientist. Mm. So, it's just like, once again, like, everyone is committed to their job and Mm. committed to the task at hand even if it means like putting yourself at risk to the state, like, like you said, being yeah. in the, being in the bad graces of the state.
1: Yeah. I, I like that analysis. Cause yeah, I was thinking as we were talking already, like I don't think there's a clear protagonist, good guy, bad guy in the show. In my opinion, they're just, they are people mm-hmm. and they're acting according to their jobs and there's good, there's bad. That comes along with that. I mean, I, I think that, like you said, there are definitely people that are more noble, you know, the scientists, the coal miners. But at the same time, I don't think it's clear that there's this one person that we're supposed to focus on, which you mm. kind of brought up in back in episode one, you know, yeah. like, who, who are the most important people? I mean, it's kind of like everybody, mm. you know, everyone's just playing their part. The show is just existing to tell the story of what happened. Mm. Not mm-hmm. necessarily one person, but one just person everything. Story. Yeah. yeah. Right,
0: yeah, yeah totally dude,
1: it's good stuff, Yep. any any other things from episode three before we close out this discussion,
0: uh nah man, I'm excited for the next episode, which I think is sounding a little happier, okay, uh, it is called um. Ch- the happiness of all mankind.
1: Mm, I'm like <laughs> afraid Sceptical. at the same time because they might just do like a swerve on us and, and body slam us with some <laughs> more bad feels. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like hesitantly looking for I'm, I am looking forward to it. I just don't know right. if it will, I should be happy. <laughs> true and, that. Yep. Ooh, well, I guess that concludes our discussion on episode three. Listeners definitely listen next week as we talk about episode four. But in the meantime, we're gonna end this week as we always do by, you know, asking each other what's making us happy. Trying to end with good energy, good mm. vibes, um, which Chernobyl doesn't really give us. No so, sir. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, what was making you happy this week, Joe? Um, I'm gonna go off the. Uh the uh workout
0: vibes, the workout mm. flow that you've been on with the uh, with our show. And uh, I've been trail running lately. Oh, uh, yeah, I've been taking the shoes to the trail. There's a couple of good spots around um where I work and so I go running with the teachers. Nice. And uh yeah, we hit up the about a 3 mile loop. Um and we just do some uh running right now. It's uh, pretty cold in Ohio, so it's about like 30-ish degrees. Mm. So, you know, we would bundle up nicely. We just uh, go right after work and get some good cardio in. Nice. Nice. But I didn't have the right gear before. Now I have the right gear. I got um, some nice, like, uh, thermal kind of uh, stretchy pants. And then I got uh, like some trail shoes. So, Hopefully, I won't slip as much as before, but um, I I haven't. Were were you freezing too? Yeah, it's like I was pretty cold uh, today. I I brought my gloves so that I'm good, but uh, yeah, what what you got there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to show me something. Never mind. Uh? Oh, no, no. (laughs) mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) They're going to show me like Dallas weather. Like, hey, this is
1: where we're at right now. I mean, it, it was a little bit cold today. Uh, What's it's cold, forty four right now. Forty four. Okay. okay, okay. That's kind of cold. That's yeah. yeah. That's what it it's is in the in, in the morning here. Like yeah, you know, in,
0: in the midday.
1: True, true. So. <laughs> um, but
0: what about you, man? What's making you happy this week?
1: Yeah, uh, this week um, I did, did we talk about Lunar New Year last last week? I don't even remember. Um, oh, shoot. But either way, you know, I don't think we did. Yeah. So as at the time, as we record this, this past weekend was Lunar New Year. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I enjoy celebrating that. Yeah, you're the rat. So um, at church, we kind of had this Lunar New Year events, um, which, you know, I was kind of stressed about going into it. But, you know, long story short, the the event turned out really well, in my opinion. Like it was, it was fun. We, we had 12 tables. Each table was a different Zodiac animal. Mm. And so you kind of, you sit with your animal and then oh. like it helps you meet new people too. Otherwise That's you cool. sit with everyone you know. Um, some, some of the leaders provided these like icebreaker questions that people actually used and talked about okay. at the table That's to good. get to know each other. I was, I wasn't, I wasn't super sure, but yeah, you know, people did it. So yeah, it was fun. Um, and, you know, to out myself as a very uninformed Asian person, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that the Zodiac was based on the, Like, there's a story that goes along with it. Oh, with yeah. The animals. Yeah, I, about I did getting... not know that until this year. So. <laughs> isn't it about getting across like
0: some river or something?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like this race where the emperor basically is choosing the 12 animals to be in the Zodiac. Uh-huh. And they just—he just has all the animals race, I guess, and the first twelve get in. Wait, so there's um, some
0: animals that didn't make it across the river?
1: Yeah, I mean, oh shoot, I don't know. They I like think the only—I only, uh, uh, don't know, <laughs> but I think the only animal that's mentioned that's not a zodiac animal is the cat.
0: Oh, I mean, there's a tiger,
1: but you know, a little different from the cat. Yeah, um, yeah, and I saw. You know the meme where there's like that that lady that's like yelling something, and then there's a the cat like oh at yeah the ta- at the dinner table. Yeah, I, I saw I saw a meme where where they they drew like traditional looking like Chinese opera singers. <laughs> They're like, you're not in the zodiac cat, and then there's like a drawing of the cat. That's <laughs> pretty funny. Um, that's funny. I didn't know yeah, that. So I, I think the cat's the only animal mentioned that's not like. In the zodiac, oh, where I guess okay. it's assumed that there are other animals, they just they didn't uh, they weren't the top twelve, yeah, didn't make the top twelve, yeah, yeah. Mm. But you know, it's it's good. Celebrate. Event went well. Ate some good food. Mm-hmm. Talked to people. You know, so it's it's nice. Yeah. Some aspects. You know, my my own culture, our culture, that I don't like think about that much. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's good to. Be connected with it still. I think.
0: Yeah. What's your zodiac, by the way?
1: I am the rooster.
0: Oh, you know. You are, um, uh, prideful. Isn't that what? Uh, the- <laughs> is
1: is that what it is? I don't know. I, I see. I, I don't even know what I am.
0: I think it's like. Um, I think you're like, uh, like, um, beautiful or something. Like you're just Ooh. very like radiant. And, okay, uh, you are switching yeah. on me now. You're like, oh you're prideful. No, 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 but that's the following. Like, like, nah, <laughs> that's the flip side. It's like you you you're beautiful but you're prideful about it. Oh, okay, okay. Interesting. Well, which which animal are you? I'm the horse.
1: Mm. Nice. Yeah. What do you know your own descriptors?
0: Uh so like I think it's like I'm very showy and like mm. I, I like doing things that make me look good. Mm. and, um, I like to spend a lot of money,
1: interesting,
0: yeah mm. and, and they're different. did you know there's different elements too, like you could mm. be like a fire rooster or you could what be like the? a metal rooster
1: <laughs> i I did not know that this, okay. this is like this is like the enneagram of it yeah. here you like i I'm a nine wing six, you yeah. know
0: <laughs> I'm a rooster with the wing uh, <laughs> fire no, look it up after the show, look up um like rooster look up your year and then um it'll tell you like you being a rooster but then also what elements you are because it's based on the specific year like the
1: earth elements as well yeah
0: i think there's like metal fire maybe air water
1: okay we're getting it's avatar right now (laughs) but that's cool
0: (laughs) Hmm. yeah check it out
1: learn learn new things yeah yeah cool. well you know. thanks 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 for talking this week. Mm-hmm. enjoyed it as always looking forward to talking about episode four next week. We'll yes, see sir. what happens. maybe we'll finally be happy hmm. or not or not uh, my guess is not, but <laughs> you never know, you never know, but yeah well, I'll talk to you next week, man, yeah, man peace. This was the Pour Over Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Over underscore show to stay up to date with the Pour Over gang. Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on soundcloud.com slash kidmajestic, one word. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Nice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet.